Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting, they can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So, press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1695. Is Sitting Really the New Smoking? By Dr. Jenny Brockus of drjennybrockus.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Hey there, happy Saturday, and welcome back to another weekend edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best health and fitness blogs on the web, kind of like an ongoing audiobook, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. And with that, Let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. Is Sitting Really the New Smoking? By Dr. Jenny Brockus of drjennybrockus.com. Sitting disease. There's a lot of it about. It seems that sitting disease just kind of snuck up on us when we weren't looking. And now we face the horrible realization that not only are we shortening our lives with this practice, it's also dumbing us down. Business writer Neelafer Merchant, in a TED conference in 2013, talked about how she sees sitting as the new smoking. The word around town is that sitting is bad, and so there has been a frenzy of activity as workplaces install, sometimes quite expensive, standing desks, step counters, and encourage stand-up or walking meetings. Having moved away from general practice land, where I had been pretty active throughout my working days, It wasn't until I found myself seeking relief with physiotherapy and remedial massage recently for the increasing backache, tight glutes and hamstrings that the penny dropped. I was sitting much, much more in my new role as author, blogger, and researcher. But it's not sitting per se that's the problem. It's the length of time we spend sitting without moving that's the issue. And I'm not sure that standing all the time is the answer either. Having endured years of hospital ward rounds that invariably went on for hours, I was usually the one surreptitiously looking for a wall to lean against or a bed to perch on to ease the monotony and backache from standing too long. It seems we sometimes just can't win. We live in an increasingly sedentary society 
where many people now spend many long hours working at a desk with a computer and we're simply not moving enough. Statistics reveal how in some instances, people are spending more time sitting than they do asleep in their bed. If the average person spends seven to eight hours sleeping and nine to 10 hours each day sitting in an office, it's easy to see how those figures stack up. For the brain, prolonged sitting is bad news because the reduction in cognitive blood flow diminishes our capacity for good thinking and affects the prefrontal cortex, our executive suite, the most. Plus, there are multiple reasons for not sitting because of the adverse effects on our physical well-being. It's associated with an increased risk for cardiovascular disease, bowel cancer, and a drop in those enzymes required to burn off fat. So, it's like we become fatter, sicker, and dumber. Worst of all is the news that prolonged sitting totally negates the beneficial effects of doing 30 minutes of aerobic exercise. So, if you religiously get up and go and do your 30-minute run or gym workout and then spend the rest of your day sitting, sorry, but you just wasted that great exercise time and the benefit to your mental and physical health and well-being. So, next time you find yourself stuck in front of a computer while sitting at your desk for too long, don't just sit there. Take the opportunity to get up Take a stretch or a brief walk, even if it's just to the water cooler, the restroom, or the kitchen to make yourself a coffee. Because movement helps us to pay better attention, increases our focus, and improves our other executive thinking skills, such as logic, analysis, reasoning, planning, and decision-making. The answer is simple. We need to sit for shorter periods of time and move more. So why not take a look at your daily schedule and look for the opportunity for an extra five to 10 minutes of opportunistic movement every hour. Whether you choose to spend that time doing some yoga, doing a sun salutation or downward dog, some general stretches, or a quick stroll to speak to a colleague at another location, it's all about remembering to use that wonderful vehicle we have been endowed with to help transport our brain from one location to another, our body. Top tips to move more. One, use a timer. For every hour spent sitting, stand or move for five to 10 minutes. Two, take phone calls or chat to people standing up. Three, get a pedometer and count steps. Ideally, get to 10,000 every day. Four, want something a bit more with it? Why not get a Fitbit or Nike Fuel Band? Five, choose a different form of transport from your car, if appropriate, to get to and from work. Look to include walking or cycling as part of your journey. Six, go outside for lunch and walk to a cafe. Take time for a stroll before or after heading back to the office. And seven, take the stairs, not the elevator or lift. Okay, if you work on the 25th floor, maybe get out a couple of levels down from your destination and walk the last couple. Of course, if you feel inclined to try a standing desk, then go for it. Many people have reported that they find them easy to use and adapt to. Some choose to alternate their working position during the day between standing and sitting. It's about finding what works for you in your particular workplace situation. If we use our bodies and brains in the way they were designed, not only will we probably live longer, we'll also enjoy better health, greater efficiency, and productivity, which sounds like something the doctor just ordered. You just listened to the post titled, Is Sitting Really the New Smoking? by Dr. Jenny Brockus of drjennybrockus.com. 
Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I love standing desks. I have one in my office at my university campus. And in fact, I always stand when I record this podcast. Now, one of my favorite advice columnists, Marilyn Voss Savant, was asked a question about the importance of standing for our overall health. Now, people think I quote Marilyn Voss Savant all the time because I have a crush on her. But more importantly, she holds the world record for having one of the highest IQs ever. Anywho, she was asked about whether standing more really helps improve overall health. She said that standing is helpful, but moving while standing is even better. And sure enough, that's what studies find too. Marilyn is never wrong. All right, I'm not making my case for not having a crush on her any better. Anyways, basically, if while standing, we can perform some movement, like marching in place, bottom kicks, swinging our arms, and so on, it seems to help more than just simply standing in place. All right, that'll do it for the Saturday episode. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening every day. I hope you have a great weekend, and I'll be back here tomorrow as usual, where your optimal life awaits.